Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I have a fantastic guest for you guys today. I am so excited that we are launching interviews about perfumes and all the all that beautiful stuff with this episode. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Emmanuel Moglin, who is the founder of EPC Experimental Perfume Club. So welcome to the show, Em. I'm so, so excited and humbled that you had the time for this. Oh, thank you so much, Ekta. It's a great pleasure to uh, chat with you and thank you so much for inviting me. I, I would love to get started by talking about your background and your your career, because I know you have a, a wealth of experience um, in this industry. So can you tell us um, about your background and what led to EPC? Yeah. Um, yeah. So my background in perfume actually just goes back to a long, long time ago when I was a child and I was completely fascinated with the, the fragrance world. And um and yeah and just like since the age of like 10 12 or something like this I can't remember I just I I just got into this obsession of like I will enter I will get into this industry when I when I'm an adult and so I did all of the checkbox and I'm I'm lucky I'm French so in France we have access to perfumery school it's it's one of the few countries in the world where where you've got some of the best perfume schools so um wow. after studying uh, perfumery at uh, one of the main uh, perfume school actually in, in Versailles near Paris so Izipka um I I met well I entered the industry essentially and it's quite wow. it's, it's very competitive industry um and you really have to almost be obsessed or nerd <laughs> to yeah. get into this industry because there's just so few spaces available and I just I just did everything I could to you know f- through work experiences and through anything when I was like 16 18 years old to just show that I was committed to this as a kid and um I was what did that entail and like I I want to know like what goes like as if you want to go into a perfumery and you want to do that in France like what what do you have to do to get into those schools yeah (laughs) Yeah, I know it's a mystery to most people actually and and most people discover the the idea of having a career in, in fragrance development only later in life because you know as a child as a kid you don't necessarily have access to that to 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 the to the knowledge that they are perfume school so it's not a straightforward pathway they are straightforward um career which i i was lucky to actually get into so if yeah. you um if you enter a perfumery school like i did so the one that i did is, is called izipka and it's it's one of the main ones and you know it's 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 pretty straightforward in the sense that when you get out of the school you you know you chances are you're going to be in in the industry as in start a career in fragrances um but there are also you know more and more different ways now um to retrain and um there are also uh, amazing uh, perfume schools that are part of um of um in well industry players so firm rise uh, IFF, they all have their perfume in school. But, you know, when I was telling you that the fragrance industry is competitive, well, you can try to get into those schools. They only accept like five students every two or three years. And these are the creme de la creme of, of perfumery. So, yeah, it's either through a school, which is like 
you know, Izipka or they are also Asto in uh, Graz in South France or through in uh, like internally into the industry. So you kind of train and you kind of, um, you know, join that kind of internal academy. It is not um, straightforward, but I always say to people that if they committed, but really, really committed, then there is a way to get in there. You know, they, they just have yeah. to work through it um I want to actually ask you because I know that you know there's obviously a difference between somebody who just enjoys sense you know what I mean and then um someone mm. with you know such a trained nose I guess you could say right um as, such yeah. as yourself so can you tell us about that and like in terms of like when you first wanted to create EPC like what were some of the things that went behind that as far as your expertise and like what you wanted to create you know I, I want to know all the details of what would be what behind this yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think it's a great question, actually, because, you know, the, the, there is a big difference between um, an aficionado of perfume, someone who is going to be, you know, um, experimenting at home with creation or essential oils or ingredients and a perfumer. And it's it's quite important to make the distinction because a perfumer, um it's it, for me well for me for also for the industry someone who actually works in the fragrance industry so someone who has experience creating fragrances developing perfume as part of an industry outcome yeah. so obviously this is a big difference with someone who you know just enjoy and experience perfumery as a craft at home um yeah doesn't necessarily develop and um, you know, create perfume as in as a commercial end. And so it's really important because at EPC, I promote the understanding and the learning of perfume for people who are aficionados. So we're not a school, we're not a, you know, an official places that give, you know, diplomas or certificates, but the inspiration behind Experimental Perfume Club was to really bring the, you know, to make perfumery more accessible and to make the, um, you know, the, the behind the scene of perfumery more um, accessible to the masses. So for people yeah. not to approach perfume as a, as a finished product, as in, you know, as, as a over, overly marketed product, which is the case nowadays, you know, perfume is perhaps a bit overly marketed yeah it's like it's like you know associated with a celebrity or associated exactly. with like a, I mean it's like it's not about that I mean I yeah. I don't want to interrupt you but I just want to say like I've had really hard times finding good perfume because I really enjoy like a fresh scent but nothing that smells like soap so like yeah. that's the best way I can describe you know that's my preference in terms of like just general overview so finding scents has been for me almost a struggle because everything I see is like endorsed by a celebrity like I said yes. or you know it's just like really big in your face or just you don't you can't find it you know so yeah yeah, yeah no absolutely and I think you know that, that was also one of the inspiration behind EPCs to kind of strip down that that you know supermarketed industry and and bringing it back to the essential which is essentially you know a perfume is made out of ingredients and it's a formula and you know if if you understand how this is created and how it's made, and if you get to name 
um, and recognize bergamot as opposed to being told that your fragrance has bergamot. So if you really get to understand this, the real smell of jasmine as opposed to being told that it has jasmine, then it really opens a new world. And then, you know, you, yourself, for instance, as a, as a user of perfumes, then perhaps if you've, if you've got access a little bit more to that kind of, um, you know, strict down um, ingredients and, and knowing how to deconstruct perfume, then but maybe you would be able to choose perfume better for yourself rather than just yeah. being, you know, led by, you know, oh, you know, uh, buy my perfume because it's it's backed by this amazing celebrity and, you know, it's yeah. and, you know. Well, no, that's a beautiful point because here's the thing, you know, I think women for, for many, many years have used, you know, scent as a way of almost expressing our personalities. And it's almost mm -hmm. as if you're mixing colors. You know, I think of it like that, like it's an art. And, you know, yeah, whatever you create and whatever you choose to put on as your fragrance of the season or however you like it, that is when you leave that behind, the imagery in someone's mind is you. You know what I mean? So it's like I always viewed it as that. And I I just can't, I've never understood why you would want something that like everyone is wearing. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. it just you just blend into the crowds. So that's why I really love what you're doing with EPC. And I want you to talk about um just how, you know, what is the top base and the mid and the, you know what I mean? I, I think people yeah. don't understand all of that stuff. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know there's so much education to do around perfume and also so, so many urban myth and, and, you know, things that have been told in press and things like this. And I think, you know, people are quite fascinated by learning the actual truths of perfume. So I, you know, I, I well, you know, at EPC, I'm really trying to bring back that truth and to kind of really tell people, you know, this is how it works. And, and people can understand, you know, the uh, perfumery is very, very complex if you really go to the nitty gritty of it. But, you know, at the top level, you know, formula and ingredients, then, you know, it's completely accessible to people. But essentially what, um, you know, EPC is about, we, we, we provide kind of two different two ways of approaching perfumeries, either through our workshops and more advanced courses. So this is very much of you know you kind of dive down and you sit down and you learn with a uh, with a teacher with a perfumer. So it's it's actually myself on the, at EVC, and so oh, um, the yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I run I run all of the workshops and the one to one consultation, and we do all loads of things on on. Um, in our London lab, but we also have online courses. So this is really the kind of the, the, the experience that we provide either in lab or, in, or online. And so the um, other thing that we that I've done and I've developed um, after the workshops was uh, our fragrance collection, which you have been uh, playing with yes so, I'm uh, obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> yes the, the the fragrance collection was actually inspired by um you know the experience and the in the educational um aspect of the brand so yeah. um uh, essentially it's a it's a fragrance collection that um is made out of um, uh, fragrances that we call essentials so yeah. they are minimalistic fragrances and you know they're kind of stripped down fragrances and um 
these fragrances can be worn individually, but the beauty of it is that I've created them so that you can blend them together and create something that is completely unique to you. So um, we've got little kits, so we call them creation sets, that is composed of three parts, so, so three fragrances, and yeah. um, you can, well, we have essentially six fragrances in the collection and you can mix and match the blends those fragrances in any possible combination so we we couldn't figure it out mathematically how many it is but we figured out it was over fifty thousand possible combinations so wow a lot yeah and so you can have like you know you can play infinitely with this kind of um, well, we, you know, we call them the essentials. So this kind of stripped down formula that when you mix them together, you are guaranteed that it's going to work. So the way yeah. the creation works is that it's always made out of a trio of fragrances. So the first of the trio is called the top. It has the color yellow and it's representative of a fragrance that is fresh. Yeah. So, you know, like when we when we talk about the pyramid of a fragrance, it's created of three building block. That top note is that freshness, the opening. Then you've got the heart. So for us, it's the fragrance that is the we call the mid. Yeah. It's presented with a color pink. And um, it's kind of softer, more mellow. It's essentially notes or fragrances and are not fresh not heavy and then you got the base um so the base is essentially the the dry down of a formula and it's uh, made out of ingredients and and so fragrances that tend to be deeper warmer very long lasting so much heavier notes and so the collection yeah. is is kind of split into the three parts of that you kind of reconstruct in a sense to kind of really create your own so I love it. Yeah, no, I love that you said that um, you can use them as individual as well, because mm -hmm. I created my own. I'm not going to lie. Everyone listening out there, I was like such a chemist with this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> because the kit comes with like a, a dropper and like a, it's just a beautiful like presentation the way you have it. You know, it's really easy to use. And I, I remember I was like, okay, I can add like five drops of bergamot, you know, or like yeah. the sandalwood. And it was like, just so fun, you know, playing with it. And it was like, the, the best experience because for me it's always like there's too much like that musky smell and perfumes mm -hmm. or there's too much you know what I mean like I, I don't get enough fresh freshness so I really 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 like that um that experience is what I'm trying to say you know as a consumer oh, I'm, gra I'm glad that you enjoyed it it's great it's great to hear that because you know obviously these little sets that's recreated in the in the collection that I've created are really to kind of give that sense of you know for for, for our users of of playfulness and experience and fun, but also, you know, really kind of, um, you know, being part of what you're wearing as well, not yeah. you know, being able to choose and, and to, and to also understand what's in your fragrance. So I'm glad that you, you, yeah. you got that. I love it. I love it. And I think, you know, I just want to say this for everyone listening is like, you know, for me, I like to think of it as like, you know, we have so many senses, right? So like every, with every sense we perceive and with the, you know, with our scent, like with, you know, smelling, like that is such a powerful, like, you know what I mean? Powerful physiological adaptation that we have. And it's like, you know, you have to like honor that. And I've always had this immense respect for perfumery for some reason, even when I was a kid, like I was always like really fascinated by the world. And I think it almost reminded me a little bit of like alchemy or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. but it was it was amazing because 
I would always remember like people who were kind to me, I would remember the perfume and like, that's what stuck with me. You know what I mean? That's why like, I'm just obsessed with what you're doing because it's so important for us to be able to express ourselves, you know, in, in so many different ways. So I love it. Yeah. I love everything about it. Yeah. So I have another question for you. So um, what is, you know, in terms of like the chemistry of perfumes, like I know a lot of people say um, the way that it reacts with your skin and the mm-hmm. way, you know, that's really what determines how it's going to smell on you. What is the um, rationale behind that? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's funny this because, you know, there are so many other layers to, to, to fragrance than than this there is this so obviously there there, there is um, a clear um truth in that so perfumes react with uh the skin and the um the chemistry behind it is that it reacts with the ph of your skin so the acidity of your skin so you know depending on what you eat or the color of your skin uh you know then you you might have a you know slight different result but the thing that i have found that um this is perhaps the urban myth behind it is that a lot of people think that a perfume is going to be completely different from one person to the other. And it's actually something that have been really, really leveraged by the marketing industry of perfumery. You know, like how you hear those, you know, those stories of, you know, um, this perfume has pheromone or this perfume yes. is going to be yes. so different from one person to the other. It is true to the, to a certain extent, but, you know, perfume formula is the same formula, whether, you know, you, you ate, um, you know, curry yesterday or you had, you know, and, and your skin is slightly different. It has a slightly different um, right. pH. So, it is, um, you know, when you when you wear a fragrance, um, usually what happens is that your your skin also is is warm. So um, the top notes, for instance, so your skin your skin essentially works like a diffuser. You know, like um, you know, like a home diffuser. So when you yeah yeah perfumes, then it basically diffuses. So your skin, because it's warm, works kind of the same way. So. What happened is that usually the top notes to the fresh opening tend to diffuse first and then disappear fairly oh. quickly. And then, you know, what you're left with is like the, ba- the, the, the middle and the base of the fragrance. So something a little bit warmer, a bit perhaps softer and mellower. So, you know, that... That's yeah, very interesting, though, Em, yeah. because I, that makes a lot of sense, because I'm not gonna lie, like I mentioned, I like the fresher sense, and they always fade on me. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense, what you just said, yeah. Yeah, so top notes, it's also something that people are not necessarily aware of. So top notes um, are ingredients that are very volatile, and it's the chemistry of these ingredients that is just like this you know the, the citrus note for instance are extremely volatile and it means that in terms of length and how long they're going to stay on your skin it's not yeah. going to be long and there is nothing you can do about this and it's also the reason why perfume exists you know perfume is a formula of a lot of different ingredients that put together top note heart note and base notes so that yeah. eventually you have a result that is balanced that is going to stay for you know on your skin but if you're naturally like 
fragrances that are very fresh, very top heavy, you know, that are made of lots of citrus notes and bright notes, etc. then chances are that your fragrance is not going to necessarily last very long because it's just the way it is structured in its formula. Yeah, the chemistry of it. That's very yeah. interesting. I love that. Thank you for explaining that. Um, one more question, though, that I have to the general consumer is what is the difference between like, like when it says on the bottom, it's actual perfume versus I can't even pronounce the other one. You day toila or something like uh, what is the toilet. difference? Yeah, <laughs> or the toilet versus eau de parfum, and then you've got um, greater concentration of perfume extract. So it's just so the the, the historically um, the, the 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 difference between eau de toilette. EDT and eau de parfum EDP is a concentration. So perfume, as we know it, as you know the 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 the, the the definition of perfume as in modern perfumery is made out of two things, perfumery alcohol and the concentrate, you know, the, the blend of oil of, of yeah. different ingredients that are put together. And so the, the blend of oils of, of the ingredients is going to be what smells. The alcohol is just a carrier. It does, it doesn't smell. And so the more of the, of the ingredients blend you have, then the more concentrated your perfume is. And so this is the difference between these terminologies. So eau de toilette, EDT, is less concentrated, yeah. um, around kind of 10, 12, sometimes you find up to 14% in alcohol. And then you've got the eau de parfum, which is a bit more concentrated, um, so 15 to 20% in alcohol. And then you've got the perfume extract. So perfume extract is you know, the very, very expensive ones um, because yeah. essentially they're very concentrated and they go from like 25% plus of the, the, the concentrated oil in there. And so this is the difference, but this is the historical difference. And nowadays marketing has made, has transformed this a little bit. Um, a lot because you know it's like the way that you know I know I as a consumer like I had no idea really you know I knew that there was a little like obviously a difference because you can tell in the price points you know mm -hmm. the like the EDT is like you know what $75 and the actual perfume is like what 130 or something yeah. so I knew something was up I was like something is not working here <laughs> the way I need yeah. to so yeah yeah, the the, the 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 rationale behind it is that you know what what cost the actual cost of the, of the ju of the juice in a perfume is the actual blend of ingredients, and yeah. so the more of this you have, then theoretically the, the more expensive it should be. Do you see what I mean? So yeah, the, the kind of rationale behind it. That makes total sense. Thank you so much. Yeah, I was always curious. So now I want to actually ask you, like, for can you walk us through like how much like you know i know there's no like set formula right obviously we want to create our own sense but like mm -hmm. when it comes to like each of the three layers like mm -hmm. what do you normally see you know the how much of like the base do people need to use versus the mid and the you know what i mean like i yeah. want to know according to what you uh recommend for everyone listening <laughs> so these you know the, the the you know how much of each is is a simplification of you know of of how a formula is created so you know you have to understand that a formula of perfume is is created with 
loads of ingredients and it's rarely has less than 20 ingredients and co most commercial fragrances nowadays have mainly around 50 plus ingredients so our fragrances for instance are, are you know essentials the building block that you use to kind of blend together to create your own have less than 30 ingredients each so it's very kind of stripped down formula um but there is no such things of like you know what is the rule and that i guess that's the problem of perfumery of you know um is there a rule to formulate and to create like how many top notes you put how many hard notes you put how many base notes you put is not so much like written in a book um yeah. the general rule is like the more the most uh, the most fresh you want your fragrance to be then the most top or, or heart um, focused it will be the deepest you want your fragrance to be as in you know the, the warm powdery oriental woody notes then the most base uh, dry down notes uh, you go for interesting so now how did you pick um when you were picking the the main you know like for for the kits like how did you pick like sandalwood and amber as yeah. your base yeah. Yeah. As you, as the kind of of the the essential, the inspiration behind it. So yeah. the the six essential that I've created for the collection. So there are bergamot incense and figneroli for the top, yeah. jasmine's mantis and rose rhubarb for the mid, and amber iris and sandalwood musk for the base. Um, how I picked them originally was just mainly ingredients that inspired me, uh, that I love, that I wanted to work with creatively. And what was complicated, the, 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 la the layers that, have, that was complicated in creating this collection is to making sure that each of the fragrances were working with one another. Yeah. And that, that was what made it very complex. Um, so the, the, the idea is that you should be blending uh, one top with one mid, with one base, or and, and so you know avoid blending two top together because I've, I have not created them to, to be it together working. yeah exactly so the idea is that you really kind of work through that structure that is you know in order to make a fragrance that is complex and, and finished then you have to have this two or three of these elements so either top and mid or top and base or one top, one mid, one base, etc. So that's kind of, you know, you kind of follow that same structure than a, than a finished formula. Does that yeah. Make yeah, that definitely makes sense. I love that. And in the future, are you going to be expanding like your kits, like in terms of like offering, you know, like different types yeah. of like mid? So yeah, yeah. I, I would love to hear about that. Yeah, so um, the idea was, is, so each time I launch a collection, I launch it as a trio collection. So the first trio, um, I launched it in 2018. So, mm. yeah. And then the second trio launched it in 2019. And then I wanted to launch the, the third trio in 2020, but it's been pushed, obviously, with all of what's happened last year. Oh, my year. gosh. Yeah, yeah. It, it was not easy to, to kind of, you know, put your head at kind of developing new things last year but um hopefully by 2021 or 2022 i will be launching a new trio the idea is to complete the collection so you know at the moment as a top we have a citrus spicy which is the bergamot incense and we've got a green 
kind of the green floral note as a, as a, as a top. So the idea would be to kind of, you know, offer something in a completely different territory in that top. And so same thing in the, in the mid and same thing in the base. And so by kind of building the collection of essential, essentially I will, we will bring more options for people to blend from and to have fun and to experiment. And, you know, if someone is creating a perfume with the existing collection, then perhaps next year they can tweak their signature blend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of like almost like, um, you know, playing with a little kind of puzzle. I don't know something like yeah that. no it is it is because it's like you know I I didn't even think about that idea like you can really um play with it like what you already have and like build them together like all the pieces I really like that and you know I think that this is very very innovative I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie I when I first learned about you know what you were creating I was like this is brilliant like this is truly brilliant because I I could never find my perfect scent you know and I I know that for everyone listening if you're curious I did create a for me, what I consider to be the perfect scent with the, with the kits, because it's very fresh. It doesn't have any of that, you know, whatever I don't like. And I just mm. really, really appreciate it. And also I love that it's like vial size, so you can throw it in your bag and carry it yeah. with you. Yeah. 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 No, that, that was exactly that as well. And you know what I found now is having worked with thousands and thousands of people coming who came to create their own perfume is that, you know, um, the the fact that you are involved into the creation of your own fragrance really, um, you know, it really makes you feel like you own this perfume. And I and I think yeah. this is um, perhaps what's missing uh, in in you know in the industry in the market how it is now. You know, you just buy a perfume that is finished and ready made for you, and and as you, you know, said when you introduced it, it's like everybody has the same thing and, yeah. and perfume should be owned. You should have a sense of like, this is mine. And I think this is, um, well, it's great that you have experienced APC in that way because that's that's why I'm aiming for with the brand. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it shows, I mean, really, I believe in the idea of having your own signature in different ways. And I, I think perfume is definitely one of the ways. And so everyone listening out there, I really highly, highly urge you guys to check out, um, you know, Experimental Perfume Club. It is a beautiful, beautiful concept. And M has done such a phenomenal job with creating all of the fragrances. And it's very easy to use, actually. It's, you know, you get the kit, and there's a lot of like there's a you know instruction uh booklet that's very visual and it's easy to understand and yeah it's just it's fun it's really cool and it's it's a nice little thing you can do like on your own I feel like you know it's like a it's like a moment to understand what for me and this is super hippie sounding I know but like for me it's like what scent makes me feel happiness or like peace Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and then you get to explore that and it's almost like a meditative experience when you're creating your scent so um I love it and thank you so much Em this has been so educational and so awesome so I really want to say thank you uh thank you so much it's been great chatting with you and um really honored again that you yeah you you had (laughs) with me and uh and happy to uh, yeah. to, to share a little bit about what I know with perfume. So thank you very I much. I love that. Thank you so much. And everyone listening, I'm going to tag EPC um, in the uh, the concept art. Make sure you check out 
uh, check out the company, check out the website. Um, we're going to link everything. And also leave your comments or questions in the, in the comment section. Maybe we can pass them on to M's team. Um, if you have any, you know, your own concerns or things you've never understood about perfumery, you know, so let us know, keep the conversation going and we will be back next time. Thank you so much, Em. Thank you. Bye.